If he's allowed to go free, then something really wrong is going on. Mr. Kirkland, you are out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Out of Order podcast. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Sean Shute, as per usual. And we are bringing you the top 10 most overrated things. Hopefully this won't be too much of a complaining spree, but I can imagine that will be the way that it probably goes. Sean, you're feeling lively today, or you... Uh... <laughs> well, you didn't really give me... You're meant to introduce me. I didn't, didn't feel like you were... I thought you were carrying on. No, I thought... I didn't think you chem- were done with your soliloquy. I thought the chemistry would work in a way where uh, you'd know when your cue is. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Unfortunate. So, yeah, we've got the top 10 most overrated things. I'm sure some will agree on. Some will disagree on. Do you want me to kick us off or do you want to kick us off? Uh, you can start. But one thing I was going to say is do do either of us, because for certain things on here, do we would we have had to have done them ourselves before oh, imagine. put it on the list? We'll see when it comes to it. Okay. But you can kick off. Okay. So I've got one which I think is a good one to get us started. And it's one that I'm fairly sure we both do agree on. Okay. Yeah, may insert a drum roll here, but New Year's Eve. That's a classic one. That is a classic one. I'm not feeling much energy from you today, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go through it. From memory, I thought you had a quite particular hatred of New Year's Eve. Uh, I don't particularly hate the 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 actual day or the evening. I, I more hate the the build up, the build up to it, I think is is one of the main things that you hate. But then I hate being actually out on New Year's Eve. I think is the worst part, like as in terms of going to a nightclub or being well, like an, an organised event. Do that every year. Oh no, I don't do it every year. I, I have I have done that a few times when I complained about it, but I don't do that every. I don't do it anymore. Well, like this New Year's, for example, I was asleep. I was asleep when it turned midnight. Jeez, I've not been quite that bad but usually my mum's been going out so I've been waking up seeing in the new year and then letting her in when she gets back so that's been my new year I usually watch something the complete opposite of like a new year kind of thing like I've watched the, the first time I watched uh, Godfather 1 was on Christmas Eve and I think that same Christmas was when a new series of Black Mirror came out and Without giving too much away, I'm pretty sure you've watched all of Black Mirror Bar, the new series, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen the new one. So, the episode where it starts with them, a couple running someone over, and then they get rid of the body and it kind of, the guilt stays with them. Can you remember that one? Uh, yeah, because that's the, that's the Same. one where you can see their, if you, like the video, you can see, you can replay what they've seen, basically. It's that one, isn't it? No, different episode, but... Is that a different the, episode? Yeah. The same series as when the the mum can control, like, uh, the daughter. What They can block out, like, bad things, that series. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so yeah that it was when that series came out and uh, so i spent new years watching that series of black mirror but i've had i mean i've had a good night with you for new years i think it's when you're younger you put the pressure on it and it does kind of feel like you just have to go out like yeah. it's not really a question it's just like everyone else is doing it so maybe that's maybe, maybe it does maybe it does come with age i feel like when you were younger when you were like 16 to 17 like actually before you could legally drink or legally go out then i think that used to be a big thing like if you had a mate that had a house party you could go around there then maybe that that was good i think as you get older i think it gets worse but the hype and build up there is still there and the pressure is still there yeah but then it's the then the the other thing that you don't like about it as well is all of the the fact that just because it changes one day then suddenly everyone's life's going to change they have new plans <laughs> new plans and goals for the next year uh and all of that that goes with it and then it's the classic thing that uh i think tk's mentioned before a few times as well it's like good to see the end of 2018 there there's a few ups but there's quite a few downs as well <laughs> so, well like any year like any year you'd ever have it's never all going to be perfect um, what's what's worse that or a dissertation post oh i saw, Re- I saw reeling of off those. reeling off a, li- a list of thank yous to the dissertation if, if, if five people have all contributed to your dissertation <laughs> you've you've definitely cheated or like, they really weren't needed that much i was like you on your uh in your media coursework when you were just tagging on to the group that you were with well that i'm not even going to dignify that with <laughs> a proper response but with this with the dissertation thing it's like how much difference is there you go into the course knowing that you're going to have to do the dissertation and this probably fits into the thing because i haven't done dissertation myself but i gather the general thing is it's essentially one long essay that you just spend longer on you yeah do about yeah. 10 drafts of it throughout well so you were if, in um you so were in... if you do it on time then it really it should be okay <laughs> well you were in our history obviously we both did history at the same school so yeah. we we did that there was that on yeah, yeah the yeah. second year you did that essay you had for the whole yeah. year was it that's obviously it's, it's a shorter version that's three thousand compared to ten thousand words but uh, effectively the same um yeah but, um, there's it's loads, not like loads. it's a surprise either, and I would rather have that than an exam situation where it's kind of sprung on me, not knowing what it is, the pressure of the exam. This is literally solely in your hands, and you can use all the research you want, anything you want to get it done. I know there's no there's no time pressure exactly. It's 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 not. It's, and if it's there is time hard. pressure, it's your own fault. Yeah, 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 precisely. Um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm seeing a lot of that at the moment. Obviously, there's loads of posts about that now or graduating like there's loads of people on linkedin that post photos of them outside their uni with like thanking everyone so proud to graduate looking forward <laughs> to the next it's just yeah the pic, the picture holding the dissertation one i'm pointing with the other hand yeah yeah that kind of thing well this is actually um, just coming in my head then and it's it's along the same lines would you quantify a university degree as overrated oh it's a tough one not to the extent of the people where every result states just so you know you don't actually have to go to university to get what you want but 
of the lines that there is kind of to an outside perspective I'm, I'm putting myself in the bracket here with people that have done one despite not having done one <laughs> the the way that it's kind of sold to a lot of people on the outside is look you need to get the university degree and then it does like guarantee you a good job when you come out uh again i i think that that's more like situational based and then i think i think having a degree in a certain subject i think that's potentially overrated you because a lot of the times a lot of companies um particularly maybe in like business cities so like london like manchester they look for people who've got a degree but it it doesn't necessarily matter what subject you've got it in they just yeah. like that the fact that you have it uh whether that's right or wrong i, I don't know but i i think I think it's again it's, it's it's hard to judge. I think in certain areas it probably is overrated, but in bigger cities it's probably more valid. Well, I've, so I've got one, and feel free to jump in at any time. And this is kind of along the same lines. But do you feel yeah. like when you look back now at being in school, do you think that the the memory of it is kind of overrated because everyone says now oh, you know, I go to work now and I and I look back at being in school and I think, oh, that was quite easy, that was. I wouldn't mind going in, whatever, nine till three, getting it done. <laughs> I could think of a few things worse than going back and sitting through them lessons on a daily basis. Yeah, but you, you that that's like a normal thing, though. That that used to be like, can you, can you imagine the things you could have got away with when you were in junior school or infant school, but you were terrified of having like a 10-minute timeout back then? But when you're in senior school, you obviously realise that it was nothing. That's kind of a similar thing. I, I I disagree with that, though. I do think sixth form, for example, I'd put sixth form and uni as the best best times of yeah, my but life do you not, so far. Do you not look back and the, the times that you look back on fondly for school are like a 20-minute a, a uh, break, like an hour lunch and then a free period? You're not looking back fondly at the lessons. Well, I mean, occasionally the odd lesson, but but yeah, I, I take your point. You're not looking back like, oh, I wish I was in triple science again, or I wish I was in maths, or <laughs> whatever. Can you imagine whatever. going back and having to sit through a maths lesson again? Yeah, I know, I know that that would be awful. But yeah, but again, like part of that is the people that that you meet, isn't it? Like, but you always be the same. Like, if you move to a different if you move to a different job or when you're retired, you think, oh, I wouldn't want to be young and working again. I wouldn't <laughs> want to be doing nine to five again. Yeah, so like future you is probably going to say that as well. Um, yeah, I just, I just float I think, the ideas out. I, w- I would say that potentially my view on that would be like year seven to year, uh, year seven to year 11 is probably overrated when you look back on it. But I, I do think sixth form is correctly related from my view anyway, that obviously everyone's yeah. going to have a different, perspective um do you, but yeah that's do, what i go for do you have one you want to throw out before i continue down my long list <laughs> how long is your list quite long there's a lot i want to chuck out and we'll see what sticks i've got uh i've got the beach which i think you agree with as well yeah one thing that i should kind of quantify for this and i think some things we'll bring up will probably get some stick overrated doesn't mean terrible no something can no. be good but still overrated yeah 
So we just want to make that clear because some people will hear some things <laughs> and jump out before they've even really like considered the context of what we're saying. So, so yeah, I, again, well, that, that's a good kind of a good point. So the beach, I've obviously been to the beach and it's, it's nice when you're there, but I wouldn't even I kind agree of, with that. Well, I kind of think it's just all right. Like I like it for a brief period of time. Like give, give me like an hour on the beach and then I'm done. But it's the idea that some people go there for a whole day. You like sit there for eight hours. A lot of time you're just lying down. Sand's irritating. And it's irritating to get off when you've got to walk somewhere else again. Well, yeah, this is, this is the thing. I'm no keyboard warrior when it comes to this. So my mum's wedding last year, Cornwall, right by the beach, this uh, little like, B&B we were saying. Uh, quite nice, actually. Yeah. So we got there early enough on the Friday, no, whatever day it was. It was in the week, I think. So basically we got there the one day, wedding was the next day. But we got there early enough on the on the day before. And the idea was, oh, you can do what you want. You go to the beach. There was nothing I could think of worse than going and being on the beach in about 25 degree heat, wandering around. So I stayed in, I drew the curtain, stayed in, stayed in the room and played football manager and watched the TV. <laughs> that, that is classic you. In fact, so I did. I did leave, worried, and I, I walked about to the Tesco. Chase. You were worried <laughs> about the chase. No, I didn't even like. You know when you're dead set in your mind, and people try and say like, especially when you're younger, should you not bring this just in case you change your mind? And yeah, yeah. I mean, I won't. I won't front. I've made some very hard stances before that you do then want to go back on, but this is certainly not one of them. There is nothing that I look back on there and think, you know what, I wish I had gone to the beach that day. <laughs> the Well, I get tied into that would be the sea as well. Like the sea isn't, it, I but I fall into it. I trick myself into thinking I like to swim in the sea, but then you go in there and it's just not nice. Seaweed everywhere. To chance be fair, to get stung, chance to get bit. <laughs> How deep are you going with this chance to get stung or bit? <laughs> what is going to bite you in the sea? What do you mean? I have been bit in the sea. <laughs> by what? A little crab? No, got bit by a weaver fish. What the hell is and a it, weaver fish? And it proper stings as well. So it was when I was in Cornwall and I was on a surfing lesson, which I still never. I, I think <laughs> I, I did it. I did it twice and it's never stood up. Um, but I hit it and then it feels like you just hit a rock. Um, so then. It's kind of like if you stubbed your toe on a stone or whatever for, for like the first 10 minutes, but then it just gradually gets worse and worse. And Hang then on. you're in. I've just Googled a weaver fish. This is absolutely pathetic. How is it? Just because of what it looks like. Doesn't make <laughs> no, it, that doesn't make any difference. It's got the most old man face. What, what, oh. it, looks, what it looks like has nothing to do with the pain. <laughs> do you do you have your phone next to you i mean i know i can't put this up for people yes, seeing well, it i've seen what it, I yeah, obviously found out look what it at was what i've just seen you look at what i've just sent you and tell me that is not the <laughs> old man face <laughs> on a fish look, look at what you've just seen me <laughs> is that not an old man's face that on is a an fish? old man's face <laughs> on a fish yeah <laughs> but but yeah so i got stunned by one of those and then it was like excruciating pain Stop. um where's the, the next hour no, bit, but it's like a poison bite. So, so yeah, so that that's an example. That was in Cornwall, well, yeah. Because my argument would be that, in fact, if I was going to the beach, the enjoyment for me would be being in the sea as opposed to being on the sand. Like, I don't know what the fascination is with lying on the beach. Like, 
well, to be fair, I don't see the fascination with lying on the grass. There's bugs there that crawl on you and all sorts, and people just pretend that doesn't happen or give you a funny <laughs> look if you don't want any bugs on you. But there's far comfier places to lie than the sand, surely. Yeah, I agree. Well, then you can add sunbathing into there as well. Anything um, you could do on the beach is pretty overrated. Well, yeah, something that we'll agree on, and this this could be a whole podcast on the beach by the way we're going, but <laughs> pe- people don't truly give credit to the perils of sunstroke. If you yep. think I'm going to sit on a beach for several hours in the boiling hot sun with the risk of getting sunstroke, I mean, we're in my garden on Champions League final night. I burnt my shoulders in. But you, but again, you just convince yourself that you've got sunstroke. The sun is out, and then you, yeah, because you're hot, not, you feel like you've got sunstroke. That's not too outrageous. Well, yeah, basically, if, if I'm in the sun and then I need a shit, then I put the two and two together. And it's like, <laughs> Christ, this even is though, it. This even, is though, it. even though you shit pretty much all day, every day. That's a myth, and I would like to state that for the pod. I don't want my good name soiled, so to speak. <laughs> all right, let me um, pluck what else up off my list, see if we can uh, change the tones. Well, actually, I had uh, I had sunny holidays on on my list. I don't know if there's a point where going somewhere I, well first start if you might want to start off because you have quite the stance on people paying big money to go on a sunny holiday to sit by the pool in their resort well yeah so well i i've got all-inclusive holidays wrote down which i, I guess we you you're kind of thinking of the same thing if you're thinking of you go to well it's the heat that's putting me off not quite the all-inclusive well but. wherever it is but yeah you, you go to somewhere hot um and then you just you just go into a resort where it's just full also full of all english people there's no history or culture there it's watered down beer watered down drink the food's all processed the food's not really that great and then you just spend two weeks just getting up sunbathing by the pool or you sunbathe for the beach who needs two weeks for a holiday where are you going that's that interesting that you need two weeks america's the only place i'm granting you and even then, depends where you are. Two weeks could still be too long. Well, you would need two weeks. You could, for where? You could need two weeks for other places. Well, for for say. Yeah, but I mean, okay, to sit by the to, to you want a holiday and sit by the pool for two weeks. Sit by the pool? No, well, I'd agree with you there. You don't need two weeks to do that. You need a week a week at most. But... Yeah, and you don't need all inclusive if you're not actually going to be by the pool the whole day. So the two are counterproductive. You get the all inclusive no. and you spend the holiday sat by the pool. And then you don't get the all-inclusive. And I'm thinking, well, you probably don't need the two weeks anyway. No, no, you don't. But that's, but that's different. You're, you could obviously need two weeks if you go to somewhere. Um, well, I can, I can think of anywhere. Like if you go to any country. It you can think of going... anywhere that you need two weeks. Yes. Why, why would you need two weeks in France? You can see more of France. So if if you if you're flying to France and you're just going to Paris, then no, you don't need two weeks. But then if you wanted to go from Paris to Lille to Lyon to Marseille to Bordeaux, usually if you pick a holiday destination, you don't go across the whole country. You're picking a destination. Again, not necessarily though. You're 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 fitting the whole into one no, particular I, holiday. I think you don't understand the difference between a holiday and a trip. You can still class it as a holiday. Mm, 
disagree. I mean, if you go across the whole of France, no, you, you're probably right. That wouldn't necessarily pass the holiday, but you could go to more than one place. You could go to a place in Europe where you go to go on a holiday, but go to like three different countries because it's so easy to get across. So again, I mean, you might need two weeks for that. But if if this like was my said, list solely, I could have the sun as just top of my most overrated <laughs> list. The sun. But you'd hate. But you'd also complain about the weather. No, I like the rain. No, you don't like the rain. I see you complain about the rain. If I have a hood, then I like the rain. I like seeing the rain. I like. like there's nothing I like more if I'm at work. And it hammering down my rain, I can just open up the blinds and just have a nice soothing watch of the rain hammering down. That's old man thinking that is. Sometimes I actually, if you go on uh, Spotify, and this is a little hack if anyone's feeling stressed at all. So sometimes if I'm struggling to sleep, I'll go on Spotify and there's a whole playlist of just different rain sounds, and they're they're about two minutes long each. So you can pick one and just put it on repeat, or you can choose if you want heavy rain. You can pick if you want Rain on the top of a bus shelter, rain on the window, tropical rain in the forest, all sorts. Myth that is. That's an absolute myth. It's not because I told that's you what's about. Wrong, that's what's wrong with millennials. I told you about the uh, sleep, deep sleep relaxation thing before, and I told it to someone at work, and they tried it, and it worked on them as well. They don't. It doesn't work. It's a placebo. It's not. Well, do you remember at school on activities week where they had that woman coming in doing the uh, like yoga, the like meditation stuff? <laughs> that was good. Her, yeah. She put me to sleep, if you recall. I was asleep in the middle of the hall on my blanket. <laughs> These things, it like it like clicks something in my head. Like this one, this this guy, he's got this little piano in the background and a bit of some like nature noises, and he goes, "Now, you've chosen to devote this time to sleep." And then he just has a little chat to you and he says, slowly take your head into your pillow. Close your eyes. Let <laughs> all the thoughts leave your mind. You're sending me off now. I'm about <laughs> to fall asleep. Uh, Wait, I've got... This one, this one in particular would literally send you. But yeah, carry on. No, well, I thought you were about to play it then. No, no. I don't want uh, to take it down for copyright. I was going to... Uh, another one I've got one again, 3D I've got on here, which I think Ooh, you're a fan of. But it's on on Monday. No, I'm mixed because I feel cheated if I go to the cinema, I sit with 3D glasses on the whole time, and then there's like they're not making the most of the 3D. I I, I disagree with the films where the 3D's there for a money maker, not to enhance the film. Because you always used to be insistent that we'd have to watch a film in 3D. Well, because my thinking was that my thinking was good, for a though. while and it's, it's just more until blurry. I realised was that if you're having the 3D for a film, then you've got that 3D for a reason. That was my thinking. Yeah, and you fell into that trap. It's so much you live better. And you learn. It's so, it's so much better without 3D. 3D offers doesn't improve any of the viewing. I just, the, the, I've never Avatar, watched a 3D Avatar film. Avatar is the one that people always bring out because that is probably the only film. Well, that's if you the, listen Monday, the I, I to the posed rule. the question where I said, was Avatar good or did we just get charmed by the 3D? But I think it's a good film still. And I actually prefer 3D. watching Avatar without 3D. That, for a start, <laughs> if you've watched it, I've only watched it once. Uh, I watched it twice. 
Well, I thought, did you not think when it came out the first time that, like, 3D was going to be a thing? Like, I thought that, you know, when you kind of, if you had to place a bet then, I would have assumed that within, like, five years, everyone's TVs were going to be 3D. Yeah, I mean, that, that's And then there why, was a phase where why... 3D TVs were a thing and they didn't catch on. Yeah, exactly. That's why it was a thing with football as well for a while, wasn't it? Well, they, they tried it with football and it didn't really work. Yeah, um, because... Because there's the thing now where they have a big advert where they're doing the VR and they say that they're bringing it in for basketball next season is like one of their big things on the ESPN app where the people who have the VR like machines kind of thing. Yeah. They're going to have it so it's like you are front row courtside and you just watch the game literally looking left and right as if you are on the court. You see the same people in the crowd and all sorts. Yeah. I feel like if I'm not there, then the plus side of not being there is having, seeing everything at the best angle. You're kind of somewhere in the middle if you do it using a VR headset because you're not actually there to get the atmosphere and you're then depriving yourself of the best angle. Yeah, I think it's quite cool as, as like a gimmick, but in, again, for, for like to briefly look at it, but then you want to go back to the actual better view. Yeah, like you said. But yeah, I was going to get a VR headset and then I didn't trust it to fit over my glasses. Because <laughs> obviously the best view you, you're going to get is when you're watching it on TV at home compared to when you're there. But the whole point of being there is yeah, more the, stand, the atmosphere makes it, doesn't it? Where do you stand on people saying that like watching sport live is overrated? Uh, I, well, I, I would probably dis- I disagree with it on the point that but then I think you're getting two different things from it. You're watching sport on TV. You, you, you're going to see more of the game. You see all the angles, you get all the coverage that goes with it. So you get all of that, but the actual going to the game is more than just the actual game. It's the experience of it. It's like the journey there, the crowd, the atmosphere. So we've um, spoken before about you goes with that. turning away for the Aubameyang penalty or leaving or whatever it was. Yeah. If you if you were watching that on the TV, do you would you have done the same thing or would you have watched the penalty? Um, hard one. I I could have seen myself turn it off or turn on a different TV. <laughs> or if I was well, for example, if I was watching the pub, I would have walked out of the pub. So I would have done that at the same time. But if I was you'd at have home, left half a pint on the side as well after I saw that's what I saw for the Champions League. <laughs> That's blast. That's, I like to make a record for the pod. That's also a lie. It's not because I can bring this up to. I was going to say I bring it up to TK on Monday, but I think this has the feel of a Wednesday release. It does when, have the feel. When we're getting a little like rant off like this, this is this is what you want on a Wednesday. But <laughs> they day, can after all. they can quantify. I keep saying quantify. They can. Oh, that's the wrong word. They <laughs> can confirm. Yeah. Quantify. I was going to say. Um, You're like Molly May and categorically. <laughs> They can confirm okay. that you did leave, literally. I'm not even sure if you had a sip of the can. But I'm it was like sure you were drinking the same thing as me, so how do I know that wasn't your can? Because they were on different shelves, and I'd gone through mine, and you still left them in the fridge. Sneaky. You had not gone through yours. I had. Um, so another one I've got is bacon. Oh, this is interesting because I thought of this and but didn't put it down because I talked myself out of it. Because I, I swear, like so many people say, like, oh, I can't wait to have a bacon sandwich. 
can't wait to have bacon on the breakfast. And like, it's, it's in terms of like a a traditional breakfast, like bacon's one of the last things that I eat or want there. I'd be happy with it not being there. Oh, I'm the not, sausage, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. The sausages are the main the main attraction. The good sausages make the breakfast. Eggs. Then you got then you got eggs. I like beans as well, so I put I have to have beans on there. Then you got the hash brown. Then I'd probably put bacon then. And then I, with a, I with maintain that well. hash browns are actually the best potato product. There's an argument. Don't know. I, I don't know if you can make that argument. Croquet potatoes are underrated though. Viciously underrated, I'd say. <laughs> they remind me of being younger. I do have a couple of food ones whilst we're on this kind of trailer thought because I assume you don't dislike bacon. You just prioritise the other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one I have of a of a kind of similar mould, and that is cheese. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that ticked me off, and this is what saw it on my list. I don't know if you follow any of those pages on uh, Facebook, like uh, Proper Tasty, that kind of thing, where it's the short, like, 30 seconds, they make some at which... You're supposed to be easy. I don't think I've ever made any of them bar the Doritos chicken thing. But you know the yeah. kind of videos I want that. You do love that Doritos but, chicken thing as well. I've made it twice. But where <laughs> it's uh, like a perfectly good burger. And then they'll like, have a whole bowl of like melted cheese to dip it in. And this is supposed to be like improving the thing. Or there's the one where it's like they have like a molten hot thing and they just drown whatever it is in a load of melted cheese cheese yeah, yeah. isn't improving everything that burger we went for on my birthday you went there but it ruined the burger for me because all i could taste was the cheese yeah. cheese should be to accentuate the thing not to overpower the whole thing and there seems to be this fascination where people do now just want to drown everything in cheese it kills me but you see so often like posts like oh my god i love cheese love cheese so much and that, well, on that note, like cheese board uh, does not deserve to be anywhere near a dessert. <laughs> that should not be a dessert. If you get a cheese, if you get a cheese board as a dessert, you're a nonce. <laughs> I'd like to state now that my dad has done that previously. So I'll be dialing the police after this episode. <laughs> but that is such a yeah. I just cheese, like you said, it's it's like a it's all right. I'd get a cheeseburger over a burger. But at the end of the day, I'm not getting the cheeseburger for the cheese. I'm getting it for the burger, and then the cheese yeah, is a nice yeah. added on, like with sauce. So it's just it's 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 kind of like a, a it's kind of like a condiment in a way, but it's just like an added extra, not a not a main thing yeah. that I go for. I had a couple of other food ones, and if we kind of get all our food ones out of the way, then we can uh, move forward. Popcorn was one for me, and I do like popcorn, but I feel like particularly with like cinema popcorn it's more the action of just lifting it and putting it in your mouth i don't particularly notice a strong taste that i'm like enjoying so i don't know if it's the texture of eating it and then you always get that rock hard one every now and then that like breaks your mouth it is moorish though like i said when you put your hand in it it is I was, more, I was trying but... to word it without saying like it's the feeling of putting it in your mouth, which was the way I was originally going to say it, and didn't want the sound bite just being taken. <laughs> but no, that is definitely the thing. I don't see. Well, I do get annoyed with people at the cinema when they get like a small popcorn. It's like an extra fifty p for one that's like the size of a small village. 
You do hate that. But then I also don't know how you'd enjoy working through a whole large one of the popcorn. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's something you eat with it in that situation as well as in like you go to the cinema, you go to the film. It's like synonymous with you getting popcorn. Whereas, how did this start? Like, because it's, I, it's I also it such started. a large. It's a, not such a. It's such a loud thing to eat. I don't know who yeah. decided this was like the cinema food. Yeah, no, it, it is it is strange. But like, I mean, some people do. But again, you, you'd never, you'd never like come home from work and then randomly get popcorn and and eat that as like a snack no on, on your way that. home. <laughs> if you actually look down the kind of menu of foods they sell at the cinema, it is just about all of the loudest foods that you could possibly group together. When you look at popcorn, nachos, and then you look at the main chocolates, and it's like minstrels. M&M's, Skittles, all these yeah. loud foods together. And then the drinks that have loads of ice, so you get the like slurping noise. Yeah, it's... That, what about ice blasts? Are they overrated for you? Yeah, never liked them. Never liked them. Only had them when I was younger because I thought they were cool, but never actually liked them. Well, that's the, there's, Sl- and slush, and slush because slush puppies well. were nuts. No. Slush There's a difference well. between slush puppies and the ice blasts. Slush puppies also can go on there. They're did you okay, never have not. the blue raspberry slush puppy? Yes. What about, did you have one at Ballyhoo? I ne- or famously never went to Ballyhoo. Jesus. Not like I remember anyway. I feel like you'd have enjoyed having a little run around it. Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo Going down, like a... downstairs on the level one, getting yourself a slush puppy, coming back upstairs and catching your breath with a nice blue slush puppy. Ballyhoo was a middle class thing. That was privileged if you went to Ballyhoo. I'm not I sure. I was lucky just to go to a park with a slide. I was happy. You were a jumbo gyms man at Tempin. Yeah, I absolutely was. That, that, used to, <laughs> that used to be so good. Once every like six months I'd get to go there. Um, going down to cattle country yeah yeah uh another one so on again this is similar in terms of the food area so i've put coffee on there yeah yeah you're not gonna get any complaints from me there exactly it's like i've i mean i've never i've tried it a few times same never never drink red seen the work. appeal of it and people say well, why don't you just have a coffee it's like well i've tasted coffee it's horrific it's not nice. People are pretending that it's nice. There's so many foods that people do just pretend they like. Mushrooms, olives are the main two. Sushi. Yeah, sushi. Yeah, we had this argument a few at work. People and then like people who buy su- eat sushi or get uh, get food from Itsu, they're just doing that to try and show that try and act. They're, they're buying it not because they actually like it, because they just want to show people. That that's yeah. what they're eating. If you eat sushi but don't put it on Instagram, then did you really eat it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What this may this may annoy people. What about Nutella? No, not a fan. Because I, I see this banded around so much. The 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 type of people that will tell you how good Nutella is are the type of people that used to put a nom nom on a Facebook status. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a oh. definite group. Yeah, that do it, and we need to eradicate them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
should we move on from should we move on from food i've got a couple of ones that are kind of shorter to get on and then we'll probably get back into some uh, bigger ones to tackle um the dunk the dunk contest oh yeah go on go on so i mean in recent times it's been overtaken by the three-point contest yet still the dunk contest is the headline event of the whole all-star weekend all of the best players don't want to do the dunk contest. I've seen Zion's already come out and said he's he's not a dunk guy. He literally went viral <laughs> for his dunks. Yeah. He's um, taken the like morphing into LeBron thing too seriously. He See, he had the he identical is. suit and now he's already said he look, I'm not a dunk contest kind of guy. With LeBron, all we see all off season is him dunking in the gym. Alongside a clip of like Mello in a hoodie. <laughs> I don't care why he's never done it. I I don't know. Maybe he do, maybe he's like scared because he he doesn't want to do it if he's not gonna win and he doesn't want to not win. But yeah, I, I I'd agree. I think the the three point contest and also the skills challenge as well is is more interesting. I do enjoy the skills challenge. Than the dunk. I think what happened is it it reached this peak and it fairly re- with the one with uh the one with Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. That one was amazing. And then I think it, it just reaches peak and then... Well, yeah, you look back then, at the likes of like Vince Carter as well. Yeah, yeah. So ever since then, now now it's it's kind of gone too far. It's like a series that goes on too long. You need... now it's not very good anymore. A Ray Allen alley-oop to LeBron to dunk it, to save that legacy. Yeah, yeah. Ray Allen, Ray Allen and LeBron is like Michael and Amber. I call it <laughs> first. One I think you'll be quite in on uh horror movies yeah yeah i'm in on this one as well i don't think i well i think there's definitely potential but i'd say like the ceiling of a horror film is obviously like a 10 but that's like a mansion ceiling that's like an old style ceiling the like yeah. standard ceiling of a horror film it's like a six like if you have a six out of ten horror film you leave saying like oh that was good that was quite good yeah 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 most of them are probably in the four and five range but yeah, six just... is definitely the ceiling because there's obviously when we did media studies there's a whole like template to go by so if you vary away from the template then you're already asking for trouble or if you play it safe they're the most predictable films ever for me, a horror film doesn't have to do much. It just has to make me jump, and I've kind of enjoyed my time in the cinema while watching it. Yeah, and the acting is always really poor as well, isn't it? It's always so bad. It's yeah, like Guess Out the... is like the peak of horror films for me because it had the yeah. suspense. It actually had a good plot, and it was original. Yeah, yeah. So while I was going to say that, and then obviously Paranormal Activity six in the mind as well Christ, like when, when that first, when that first came out famous um, on the pod that is so again i feel like that was pete yeah what because of um because of alex jones yep yeah which he still denies to this day i, I don't know how despite there being eight different witnesses would you say we're the out of order podcast in association with the spitballing pod i would do yeah spitballing pod is like our ringer and this is like a branch off yeah yeah you're right you're right you'd admit that i'd be bill simmons as well 
Well, no, because you don't do the spitballing pods. <laughs> that would be a fairly <laughs> big red flag. Or I'll be Shea Serrano. The GOAT. All right. A couple of other ones to get into. Actually, I have one more food one. Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner is overrated. Uh, no, see, I don't agree with you on this one. I don't agree with you on this one. It's because a great like dinner. I said, it doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. In fact, it's probably the only roast dinner that I would sit down and enjoy. It's the fact, and I don't need to go into it all again. If you were picking a dinner to have, it wouldn't be... Stop doing your clicking again. <laughs> it wouldn't be a roast dinner. On that day, it would. That is what I want on that day. That's only because of tradition. If you rewrote the script, you would not say, you know what I want for Christmas dinner? Roast dinner. That'll do it. Sometimes you want a roast dinner. Tell me, tell tell me with your hand on your heart, you are Drew Barrymore, 51st Dates. Your mind <laughs> is blank. Someone says to you, look, everyone's mind has gone blank. You are now the smartest person in the world. You are our God. It's down to you. What are we going to have on Christmas dinner? For some reason, you still know what Christmas is. What are we gonna do for Christmas yeah. dinner? And then I don't know what food. I don't know. I don't know what any food tastes like either. So it just doesn't work. You're you're you're. I take You've got a template. What would what would your Christmas dinner be then? If you could burger. invent a burger. A burger. Yes. But a burger's just. You can have a bur- a burger's just average. Like a burger's a burger. You, a roast dinner is a roast dinner. It's just the fact that it's on Christmas where no, people, it's no, just got a bit more effort put into it. There's a lot more varieties to it and different tastes. And a burger is a burger. No, no, no. A burger from McDonald's and a burger from variety. is the same. I'd argue there's more. you can have more variety of a burger than you can of a roast dinner. It's beef in a bun with sauce and lettuce. Well, that's a burger. It could be chicken. It could be fish. A fish burger. Filet of fish. No, filet of fish, that's one for overrated. <laughs> no, it's actually criminally underrated, and it's a <laughs> filet of fish Friday you're saying that on as well. Oh, I think but yeah, I've had I, 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 this one out before. We have, we have, we have. Um, another one I've got on here is, uh, I've got festivals on there. Now, I know you've been, you've obviously been to a few. This I think ties, you asked this can tie in with one of mine, but I'll let you go first because you've so, not been to a festival. So, well, I mean, I, I have, I have. We're not counting Whitcomb Cider Festival no, as not just going Whitcomb, to a festival. Not just Whitcomb. I've been to another one as well, which was kind of like a the literature a festival one, in town was, is not. No, also not that one. <laughs> one that was, uh, it was like a tribute at one, so it was like different <laughs> tribute, <laughs> tribute acts. Christ. <laughs> but also Whitcomb as well. Um, but I just think that it's it's just everything that kind of goes with it. Like there's there's people obviously it's Glastonbury. It's next week, isn't it? Well, this sure. is coming out. This is coming out on the week. So the week this is coming out. So yeah, it's Glastonbury next week. So um, so like there's people from my office that are going to that, and then it's like they're taking like this really long train to get there. They're having to camp in like a three man tent, but there's four of them. It's 
like, they don't have to. Be... They, could, they could just get a bigger tent. And this well, is I, 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 mean, I know, I know that, but I'm just kind of describing what they're doing. And then it just seems like it's just like having to go, having to use like portaloos or just camping. It well, I mean, camping can tie into this. Camping, camping was on my list. Camping, camping, camping was overrated. firmly on my list. So but, like, where camping... I stand on festivals is, I wouldn't ever camp. I would go for the day. I would pick a day that I want to go to, and that'll be enough for me. Yeah. I'll have my day. I can cope with a port loose for a day. Just hope I, still, I don't need a poo. I can cope with the pissing or whatever. I can cope with the large crowds. But if you can get a good day where you, you've got a busy day kind of flickering your way around, but then I wouldn't I wouldn't drink at a festival either. So I wouldn't have the issue of having to piss the old time, having to queue up the old time. So I'm probably a bit of an anomaly in that sense. So I probably rule myself out there. But then when I also I beat, think... I enjoyed Reading, which was what I camped for, but it was a lot. Can you stop clicking? Because if it's annoying me, it's definitely <laughs> going to annoy other people. <laughs> um, if you are... Well, if I went and I was like in a VIP area or had a really good view, then I think I could get involved with it. But the idea of being... However many, I, I mean, again, I, I don't know how many rows they go back, but but say like a say a hundred rows back or something, yeah, where you where your miles, where even more than that. Then if you're like well, you, no, because you just, right and you can't even see anything. No, could you it, go in where you want to go in? So like the people, the people at the back aren't at the back because they turned up last and so they're stuck at the back. The people that who are at the back are there because they want to be at the back. So then you'd have to fight your way through to the front. Well, no, because you kind of you attack from a side angle. Obviously, if you if you want to be at the front, you're not going to be guaranteed on the front row, but you're going to be in the at least the front third if that's where you want to be, depending on how willing you are to irritate everyone else. See, I I just think with with live music, I think a, a gig situation is a lot better. It's more like well, yeah, because you, and you're seeing strictly who you want to see. And, for a and yeah, set. that that as well. Yeah, yeah. Camping, if we can just drift back to that. I don't know how anyone can have any enjoyment with being away from their comfy bed. Look, if anyone says, "Oh, you can bring like an air bed," that's cheating for a start. Even I know that, so we'll eradicate those people. Camping, I don't understand why you would choose to be away from your comfort, be away from a nice toilet, be away from a nice food that you could cook if you want, and choose to sleep, essentially choose to sleep on a floor in a wet tent. There's nothing there that is selling that to me. Yeah. It also won't surprise you that I can't put up a tent. (laughs) I'm not surprised by that. But then I wouldn't expect you to be able to either. I, can I don't say you could. Tent. No, you I can't. I can put up a tent. Yes, I you, can. You would struggle with connects as a kid. I've put up a tent before. No, you haven't. <laughs> I have bloody as. Year eight camp. There's absolutely no way that you <laughs> put up, because that would have been a big tent as well. So you definitely weren't the one doing that. Yeah. Well, I obviously didn't do it up by myself, but I was involved in in, in the holding tent a corner. Holding a corner is not putting <laughs> up a tent. You weren't there, so you don't know. No, but I've known you for what? Not very long. About seven, eight years. 
Yeah. Enough to know that you would be far closer to my end of not. In fact, I'd back myself to. If we had a race, I'd put up a tent before you. We'll do it then. We'll do it. We'll, we'll let people. It, next time we. Well. Next time we have this. Next time we can. If we can come out somehow come up with this. If people can provide two tents, then I'll put it up before you. We'll buy it next time you're you're down in at the end of July, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We'll buy the cheapest tent that we can possibly buy two of, and okay. I'll put mine up before you put yours up. No, and we'll have a case on it. Yeah, we can have two cases on it. That's how confident I am. <laughs> Because I have no confidence in myself, but I have <laughs> less confidence in you. Well, that's where you're wrong. How can you know me if I don't even know myself? <laughs> All right, let's let's continue on. Um, but yeah, on on the camping note, though, I was going to say again, I think it, I think that's situational base. If you were, if you're in uh, South America or you're doing some kind of trek to some um, like ruins or in in like the mountains or something like that then i can get behind it but if you're just camping in newent with just like a, a random lake and you're just in a random field then I, I i don't see the point of that you you may as well just be back at your house you may as well take the time at work take time off work just have the comfort of your house and if you've got a garden go in your garden because then you're tying two in because walking's overrated as well what walking's overrated walking is overrated who who rates walking? The people that go on walks. I don't feel like that's 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 enough of a thing for it to be really rated. I think you'd be surprised, but I'll take your word for it. Next one. Posh hotels. Yep. Yep, I'll go with you that. Because obviously it's nice to be in a posh hotel, but I'd imagine you're not going to spend too much time in the room. If I've got a comfy bed, my own toilet, a sink for a, a sink for some ice, I don't need any more than that. No. In fact, well, you... I would pity the person spending more money for a lesser hotel. And I actually had, I've got the clearest version, the clearest story of being smited by this. Went to Blackpool for the darts with Toft. Yeah. We were saying, we're only there for one night. And I don't know, you obviously, yeah, you've been to Blackpool. We said before, more bed and breakfast than people. Yeah. We didn't fancy staying in a bed and breakfast for the night. So we went on booking.com. You know, you get charmed by the pay on the day. Yeah, yeah. So we see on there, cheaper than it would be elsewhere, Hilton Hotel. Okay. So we're, think, we're thinking we're going to be the dons of Blackpool here. Only the elite <laughs> of the elite are going to be in this Hilton hotel. We go in. Look, it's, it's a, it's a busy day when you go down there for the darts because it's a long trek to get down there. You want to get down there, get some food in you and then go out and then you stay out till the darts. So we're thinking, look, we're in the Hilton hotel. We're going to treat ourselves here. We're going to live like Kings for the time we're here. Let's get a burger on the menu. So we paid about 20 quid on like a deal for a burger and a pint got that down dry bun wasn't great then we've gone up to the room and it was like the most basic room that you could that you could ever find it's just the fact that it was the equivalent of being better than the bed and breakfast <laughs> yeah 
we've then come out ready to get picked up by the other lads we're there with, kind of complaining between ourselves. And this uh, other fella's come over and he said, are you, are you staying here? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, it's shit, isn't it, this, this room? I said, yeah, I can't believe it. We've, we've paid about 100 quid for this. And he said, I'll tell you what's going to be more annoying. He said, my mates are staying in the travel lodge over the road. He said, it's absolutely massive, the room they've got. He's like, they they paid about 50 quid for it. Room for four of them. <laughs> and he was showing us... He was showing us a picture and the room, you would think that was like the posh hotel in comparison. Travel lodge is all you need. Yeah, but this was, this looked like a, like a, like a posh hotel. The one that we'd pay for thinking we were getting a posh hotel wasn't, but then the posh, probably the posh hotel I stayed in was in Manchester at one of the uh, Radisson ones. Other hotel chains do exist. We don't want to show favoritism and uh, ruin any potential sponsorships coming in. (laughs) <laughs> but that that was nice. But at the same time, for every nice thing I was thinking, I, I was kind of thinking, well, yeah, I should I should be getting all this, but the fact that I'm paying this this price for it, that no night's sleep is worth like 150 quid on a deal. No, no. But then you have uh, recently slated um, like hostile environments. Which yeah, is, I said. You know, I need pretty my basic. own. Basic I need my own. I need like a. I need my own mid-level kind of mid-level thing, like a travel lodge, Premier Inn. Ibis budget is good enough for me. I'm fine with that. Any that that's about as low as I'll go. Yeah, that one we had in Birmingham for the darts. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. as basic as you can get, but it's absolutely fine. Okay. I don't see the. Well, actually, the time I stayed in this hotel's chat's longer than I thought it'd be, but I've got, I didn't realise I had so much to get off my chest. <laughs> So in Leeds, I stayed in. Uh, what were you doing in Leeds? I went to watch. I went to watch them boxing. I, before I did any of the writing, I always thought like, I want to sit ringside at least once, but I didn't want to pay the extortionate prices. Nobody else fancied it, so I thought I'll pay for the ticket. I'll go down. I'll go down there on my own and watch it. This obviously kickstarted me going to more events on my own. So I did this, and I actually got to this hotel and I paid for like a standard room but in a nice enough place because I was scarred from the Blackpool thing and I was also thinking I don't really want to be in a grubby place in Leeds so I'll t- I'll pay my money I got there and they said uh, oh if you'd be interested in it we've had some people pull out so we'd like to put you on another floor um, we'll actually upgrade you to one of the suites so obviously I thought yeah and it was really nice like if it was not probably nicer because I paid less for it and everything feels better when you're getting it either free or at a cheaper deal. But it's not that enjoyable when you've just got it to yourself and you just like, there's only so much you can just <laughs> lie in a big room and kind of, I think I got my brother on FaceTime and I had a walk around the room and that was about as exciting as it got. <laughs> I could have had just as good of a time in a premier inn or a travel lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a moral um, of a story there, but I'll leave someone else to kind of pluck it out. I've got uh, probably my, yeah, I think my last one on the list that I put down was uh, our TV show note, and I've put, which I imagine you might have a few as well, but mine's um, Big Bang Theory. That's uh, that's actually on my list as well. One of the worst TV shows I've ever seen, 
and yet somehow it's still being made now. Yeah. And some people love it. And, you know, the, obviously another thing that you hate of it is the response that people watch, where it's like, oh, you're obviously just not intelligent enough for it. <laughs> and then the ironic thing is that it's people that are stupid that <laughs> use that as an excuse. Yeah, my, uh, my mum and her chap watch it. I get him from work and they're alternating between Big Bang Theory and Judge Judy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like, so bad. But All, like, none of the characters are likeable either. I don't know if... I don't know if you've had this before where you're told how funny something is. So you feel like you need to give it more of a chance and like almost try to find it funny. And it's, yeah, it's just yeah. not possible. It's no. just impossible. Yeah. Let me see what else I've got. So I have one. So I had the big bang theory. Um, another one I had in the kind of TV kind of realm was a stand up comedy. Like, I like who I like, but I don't, I don't, I don't particularly see the massive thing with it. Like, I don't see it as being like top bracket kind of TV. I, I don't rarely know if it's meant to be. I rarely laugh at stand-up comedy. Like occasionally I have. There's a few, um, there's a few bits that obviously I have laughed at and I have found funny. But c- considering, like you said, considering it's. The whole point of stand-up comedy is you're meant to kind of laugh throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I, pref- like, I prefer more like subtle comedy. Yeah. My favourite, yeah, like in real life, and that's essentially what stand-up is because it's it's not true. You're not seeing it in front of you. So I'd rather it be like reactionary com- com- uh, comedy with like people bouncing off each other rather than just one bloke where you're just waiting for the punchline. So, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I had, I had a couple of uh, film choices. The, the first being we've both slated <laughs> The Revenant, and that would be like high on my list, by the way. Yeah, very honest. high. Very Already high. Already 58 minutes down of a moment. <laughs> um, like a, a couple of people agreed when I said this today. It's two hours, 36 minutes long. There is a longer cut for people who just are into self-harm, I gather. <laughs> it's probably half an hour of entertainment the start where there's the battle scene at the start then there's the scene with the bear and then there's the end scene where he's chasing down tom hardy and then you've got about two hours and six minutes of some like mist that's supposed to be artistic i gather that seems to be over every single shot and just some deep shots of someone in pain lying down or someone just lying down waiting for someone else. I don't <laughs> understand. It's got like an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. I, I don't understand it either. And then the idea that... And then di- didn't um, DiCaprio get an Oscar for that one as well? When yeah. That's not... When Tom Hardy was the better actor in it. And Tom Hardy it was a sympathy. It was a sympathy Oscar. It was. It was. Yeah, it's just two hours of heavy breathing. <laughs> if that's all keep, it is if we keep on DiCaprio um, how would you feel if I, if I said Titanic was overrated I mean uh, it's, it's, it's a top three biggest box office film of all time so that does fit in with it can be good but it can be also be overrated a tough one I, th- I think you've I'm, I'm not sure where I stand on that because I think well, it is a really good film well, so, you're tuning in to see the, the, the ship sink and you've got to wait two hours for it to happen. 
Oh. Well, you, well, yeah, if it was just like a half-hour film with, with the ship sinking, then it wouldn't be that good, would it? You can say that about you can say that about a lot of films though, like um, yeah, well, well, any kind of true historical film, or so, obviously Titan- the story of Titanic's not as in no, the love story I, isn't true, but I did I did actually kind of want this to tee up another thing with true story films. What? So um, a, a mate of ours, if you want me too hard to narrow down, that we'll say dim probably compared to you whether you say that's harsh or not he used to go cinema with him a fair bit a fair bit before he was shacked up and went to watch uh, captain phillips which you know is a true story okay. we sat through we sat through the whole film and i gathered everyone knew it's a true story i mean it says it before the film during the film <laughs> after the film we came out of the film after both enjoyed it and he said to me be mad if that was a true story wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> then i've confirmed that it obviously was a true story and you know that just that just look of confusion yeah like almost like squinting kind of like half looking over the shoulder chin in the air kind of like eyes going from side to side like are you joking or or are you not <laughs> Oh, amazing. And that's my thing with true story films. Like, If it's going to be a true story and we all know what happens, then at least make it like entertaining throughout. Like, if if you don't have the beauty of the twist, knowing that Titanic's going to crash <laughs> into the iceberg and go down, then essentially we're all sat there for two hours thinking, come on, <laughs> when's, this, when's this going down? You don't tune into two Titanic to see a love story. There's plenty of other love stories you could watch if that's the reason you tuned in it. But I'm sure. I mean, are you are you saying like all um, all true story films are overrated? Is that what you're saying? Do you no, not no, like no. True I'm, story films. No, no. I I like true story films. I'm just saying that if we know what's coming, then the bar's already been set for you, and you have to exceed it. Or yeah. pick a true story that. You can impress people by it being a true story. You don't have to be too creative with coming up with a whole kind of like script. But we we might not know all the twists and turns. Like Everest, we spoke about it on Spitballing Pod last week. I spoke about it recently because well, I, I loved it the first time, I loved it the second time. Look, I know I know they're not going up and down Everest perfectly, but I can also enjoy the ascent i can also enjoy not knowing who of these people is going to make it down and if you have two main characters in titanic is the aim of the film i'm assuming that you're not having a happy ending that they both get off and get and get through so <laughs> you didn't leave much to charm me but i still think that there'd be a large part of the audience that would have watched that not knowing that titanic sinks i mean no sure there's, sure. there's, be, there's gonna be people. There's there, my old manager at work didn't know didn't know what Auschwitz was. <laughs> so there's definitely gonna be people that haven't heard of the Titanic or don't know that it sinks. And even they, I don't know what you're doing with that mic. And even they, I assume, would have known that Titanic sank. <laughs> but probably from the film. They're like, oh, was that the shit from the film? <laughs> would you? 
would you say that Netflix is overrated for what it is? Uh, because when the film content, for example, isn't great on there. When you look at some of the other streaming services, well, I'm no. I'm saying value for money. I would say now TV is is the one. If I had to tell someone, look, because Netflix, I would say the joy of it is you get a lot of unknowns, which is the thrill. Netflix, because... Netflix has a lot more though, doesn't it? There's just yeah. But then that's the problem with it as well. There's too much. There's too much for you to get through. I think they they have the six out of ten film nailed down though. Like you can guarantee, watch a film on there. It's not going to be amazing, but it'll do a job. You'll get a six out of ten. Whereas I think, I think is is Netflix the chase? You, you just enjoy the looking for a good film. Do you enjoy the little bumps in the road? And then you've got now TV, which now TV is you're, you're skipping you're skipping straight through to marriage because you've got your guarantees on there. I think yeah. Netflix is Netflix is you you supply for one most people have Netflix just to keep up with everyone else because Netflix gives you more kind of pop culture, more kind of like cultural phenomenon moments that you just feel the need to keep up with. I there's countless things that we've all probably watched on Netflix that we would never have gone on to play if it wasn't the fact that everyone else had seen it. That like yeah. abducted thing from, I can't even remember what it was called. Abducted, abducted in plain sight. Yeah. I still haven't watched that. Well, that's the kind of thing where you literally watch it to just supply the conversation. Yeah. I guess it does its job there. I wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't be my top overrated. I just wanted to kind of throw it out there. Okay. Another thing to follow up from, uh, the pod previously, Beyonce definitely overrated. Yeah, hundred percent. Queen of pop is Britney Spears. In you, yeah, in your, I'd agree with that. You said in your draft you take Avril Lavigne over Beyonce. I w- well, I would. <laughs> I would. She's a she's, a she's a legit deep threat. <laughs> she was <laughs> when the. Uh, Fappening came out last year. <laughs> exactly, good. yeah. That is confirmed. <laughs> All right, what else have I got on my list? Have I got anything else to get into before we do our list? Um, a couple of ones I'll just float out there because I only have a couple more. Uh, trains, we've done that before. We definitely are on different stances when it comes to train travel. Yeah. Uh, ripped jeans is one is a big one for me. <laughs> What about, what about those white jeans? <laughs> white jeans are the equivalent of... I was going to say it's the equivalent of clothes, but I can't equate clothes to clothes. <laughs> I don't think anyone can pull off white jeans. Be no, it's... I don't think it, anyone can. It's the bold hairstyle you see on a celebrity that you think, could I pull that off or is it just that it's them? Yeah. Beckham could pull off the Mohican. Not everyone else could pull off the Mohican. No. White white jeans are in that kind of bracket. Yeah, yeah. And I think no one, no one who's not on Beckham level can pull off white jeans. I think it's like cultural appropriation. Like they should never have shifted over to blokes. What do you mean? What shifted over to blokes? White jeans. Like, oh, it right. used to be like a bird thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Also, I feel like on a night out, I feel it's risky enough when you wear a, like a white shirt. And it's why, do not even like, white, why do you think well, a white shirt's risky? Well, it's not even yourself you're worried about. It's everyone else bumping into you and drinks go flying everywhere. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. White trousers. is like, That's like another level. <laughs> Did I have anything else or is it time for our list? I was going to mention Twitter likes and see if you'd go off on one, but... They're better than a retweet. So would you say a retweet is overrated? Yeah, I would. I would. Compared to a like, a retweet is overrated. A retweet is only there for a retweet is only there for a bit. It's only on your timeline for a bit. A like stays there forever. All right, let's get on to our top ten. So, do you have? I think the way for us to start is our bases. So okay. I think we want our base and our peak, and then we squeeze everything else kind of in between. Yeah. So, do you have kind of? The, the base of our list, the thing that is like, it's overrated, but maybe others wouldn't say so much. And it's kind of like a, it's like a great, it's more of a controversial one than a, a, a dead cert number one. Um, for that, I think maybe the, the coffee, bacon and 3D, like those, those kind of things would be near the top end. Um, as in terms of from, you know, 10 to 10 to six range. Okay. Um, but what so about you? What What are you? Just your having thoughts? a quick look. What else we've got? What else have we got? All right. So we've got beaches, horror movies, um, New Year's Eve, dunk contest, posh hotels, camping, Beyonce, stand-up comedy, trains. Popcorn, Big Bang Theory. I so yeah, so like things that would be close to from like one to five for me would be I think you could put like Sunny Holidays all in one and that would be include that would include the all inclusive, that would include the beach. You can like put those all together in one. Um, so what's that? You think that's you think that's your midpoint? No, I'm not saying that's my midpoint. I'm thinking like this this is I'm now on the other side, like from one to five. That okay. Uh, New Year's Eve. Um, Would that be a five? I mean, New like Year's the sunny holidays. Is that five? Is that higher than five? Uh, I don't know. I always wonder how oh, these bits come across because it is literally just us umming and ahhing for <laughs> about ten minutes. Four, maybe four, maybe four. All right. Well, I'll leave that because it's strange for us to just jump in at four. <laughs> okay. What about does Beyonce make your cut of the top ten? Beyonce could be number ten. That's one for for that kind of range. Ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, we're we're not even in the top ten. We'll be there a while otherwise. <laughs> well, you're not making any decisions here. You need to. Yeah, pick, no, well, you need to, I mean, need to make some points. On my list, the, the Revenant definitely makes my top ten. Uh, yeah. Big Bang Theory definitely makes my top ten. Yeah. I put them both in as well. Horror, horror movies is quite a big one for me. Is it? How, how big though? Is the top because five big or is it? Um, it's probably lower. It's probably lower five. Okay. 
So if we, if we, I'd say the kind of cheese bacon thing, we're not saying that's the most overrated ever. So that would probably be lower, lower ten. Yeah, but like that's where I'd put. Well, I mean, the the thing is, like, so many people love coffee though. So I almost think coffee should be in the one to five range because. Well then, so we'll, we'll people... have to we'll have to separate it from like cheese and bacon then. We'll have to move it from cheese. Yeah, that probably would have right. to be separate. I'll put I'll put cheese and bacon in at nine. Okay. So, where are we putting the the whole holiday, sunny holidays? Is that fifth? Is it higher than five? Is it four? Is it three? Is it two? <laughs> I've said four, but okay, we'll, we'll put it in. and We can move it if need be. Okay. Where the where the horror movies go for you? Are they five, six, seven, eight? Are they one, two, three? More five, six, seven, eight for me. But what 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 do you think? I can slot it in provisionally at five, and we'll we'll go from there. Where where's New Year's Eve for you? New Year's Eve's got to be, I feel like it has to be either one or three. Well, between one and three, because it's such a, such a huge thing that's, that's hyped up. And do, you have never, a, do you have a clear number one? <laughs> I don't know if I have a clear number one. Well, I mean, at the moment, I've got New Year's Eve in at two and coffee at three. Okay. What? Right, so we got those. Is the dunk then... contest making our top ten? Well, no, like I don't feel like that's going to make. Camp, I think camp, camping should be on there. Where's Where's that going? What, what numbers do we have left? You're in control six, here. You've con- one, you can six, see the seven, list. Eight. Um, six, six. Dunk contest. If that's going to be on there, that's going to have to be like that's going to have to be like ten or nine. Yeah, we'll, realistically, yeah, we'll, it's going to we'll get see on how, there. We'll, we'll see how we fill out. Okay. All right, big. Let's get Big Bang Theory and the Revenant. Are they are they all seven and eight, or are they higher? Yeah. Well, we've only got one left, haven't we? Yeah. And we only that, got yeah. one, and we only got one and seven and eight. Yeah, but I was thinking we would have a shift around. We're probably going to have to have a shift around. Yeah. I'm tempted to put New Year's Eve at one, actually. I could agree with that. Let me just see what else we have left. I've got Christmas dinner on here still. <laughs> Big Bang Theory probably needs to be in top five as well, actually. <laughs> um, see, I only have down what kind of I've said, so I don't know if there's anything you've got down on your list which you're thinking needs to be on the top ten that we've missed out so far. No, nothing else that we've missed so far. I've... I've said pretty much everything. So do we have a two or does coffee move up? Does Well if we put coffee at two, Big Bang Theory or no, or Big Bang Theory at two, coffee at three. I I, I think Big Bang Theory at two as much as we both like it is harsh because I don't know if it's rated <laughs> like that high. It's just, I swear it is. It's one of isn't it one of the most high ra- highest rated shows? We're I... still going now. It's still going. But if you want it to be more seven and eight, then you can make that call. I'll have to take out some of these silences because (laughs) otherwise people are just going to be sat waiting for not a lot else. 
It's because you can't make a decision. I can. I mean, I've got a 10 for us here. I just don't know if anything's been missed out. Right, say that 10 that you've got right now. New Year's Eve, coffee, sunny holidays, Big Bang Theory, camping, horror movies, The Revenant, cheese and bacon, Beyonce, dunk contest. I'm, I'm fairly happy with that 10. Is there anything you've got on your list that you can see we haven't put in yet that you think you should should go in? No, I don't think so. That uh, Certainly the ones that I have, they wouldn't be ones that you'd agree with, so I'm okay. not that strong to make a case for it. Are we, are we locking the padlock? I feel like the list is kind of just the chore at the, at the end. I think <laughs> people is. can make their own mind up as we go through it. The more... It feels like actually doing the list is the burden of the show, but we we can't really do it without the list because then there's no real end to it. So we have yeah, to do it. When we prepped, I used to have like a list ready, and now I kind of just have my ideas, and then I just see naturally how they fit into place. Yeah. But we'll lock it in. All right, that that that's locked in then. So, just finally, one thing I did want to ask you because. I mean, there's not much point doing it on spitballing because only really TK follows. Do you think LeVar Ball should have been kicked off ESPN? What, uh, do you mean for the, the Molly, Molly Karen thing? thing? Because the more I watch it, I, th- the, I think the more of an overreaction it is. And at first, the first time I watched it, I was like, ooh. He's fine. What does he actually say? I'm like, she, I've, I've so forgot. She's been in... She didn't, he's answered a question from i think like max or Stephen a or someone like that yeah and then she says lavar if we could if i could just uh switch gears with you for a second and he says you can switch gears with me anytime <laughs> i feel like because the thing is if she said if we could switch things up he would and he said you can switch things up with me anytime. No matter what he says there the way he says it is the thing that's wrong it's yeah not so you can say yeah, so you can say completely anything. So Literally. then was he actually kicked off after it? No, but they said they'll never have him back on. Oh, right, okay. okay. Like, literally, if he'd said something absolutely ridiculous, like, if I could just play cricket with you for a second, and he'd gone, you can play cricket with me anytime. Yeah, yeah. It would sound the exact same. It's literally yeah. the way it's said. Yeah, yeah. I... But then, see, I, I don't believe it, though. I, I think they will get him back on at some point. It's just a, a temporary stance that they took, and then they are going to bring him back on at some point. But, Maybe they've got their ratings, and now they're just blocking everyone else's, because now they don't want the next people to go, ooh, you see, Undisputed are having LeVar on their show <laughs> after what he said to Molly. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, she, note, actually I, looked, she actually looked embarrassed, because like, TMZ followed her and were like, are you happy with the apology? I mean, I just want to say you handled it really well, like a professional. <laughs> her her face, if you've not watched the clip back, her face is like a picture. Like yeah, her eyes yeah. proper go wide, like what is going on? I think I've, I've seen the pic. Um, but... Stephen A says under his breath, you hear him go, good Lord. <laughs> but I've, uh, I've watched the, obviously she married to Jalen Rose so I watched yeah. his well I don't watch the show but I listen to the podcast of his show and then his co-host asked him about it yeah. as well and he said that he was like I didn't want to make a big deal of it but 
had to judge what her reaction was and then go from there. But you could you could kind of tell in his voice that she he was ready said to... they asked him on TMZ and she said the the only thing he said is that he would like it if Lavar came out with a public apology. Yeah, yeah. But I think he was ready to check hands at one point. Well, if she if she gave him the go, he'd be ready to check hands. This this is a thing with that, and it kind of took me down the trail of thought with these kind of things happening with say someone making a comment to any kind of girlfriend in this situation. The reason the bloke is angry isn't that... The reason he's angry is not that Lavar has said that to Molly. The reason he's angry is the ego check and the disrespect that he will be feeling with all the Twitter memes like, Jalen, when he is this, what's Jalen saying about this? Yeah, so he, ha- yeah. he has to posture up. He has to push his chest out or people will be like, Oh, you just happy with Lavar saying that to <laughs> Molly, are you? Yeah. That's her final note I just wanted to ask. She does seem to be getting better with age as well, so I'm sure <laughs> he's not the first, and I'm sure he won't be the last. <laughs> anyway. Well, she's a... Yeah. Obviously, um, she was in Eminem. Eminem did a little about her as well, didn't she? So yeah. she's, she's not, not the first time that... Something, something like this has happened. That was a lot more. That was a lot different to what Lavar said. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to another edition of the Out of Order Pod. As always, this will kind of be flickering around, so there's no real set schedule for this. We'll look to drop it in between spitballing pod episodes. I believe we maybe saw another one this this weekend. So there could be two next week. There could be one. There could be none in the future. But. <laughs> We'll look basically when we feel there's something worth talking about. It's not like the spitballing pod where we won't, we're not going to find something to talk about. We'll let them come to us naturally. So, and if you've any issue with the audio quality tonight, it is slightly different. We are doing this one over Skype due to Sean being away, but hopefully it's not been too bad. Thanks again for listening and we'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs>